Okay, we are on 17b Yudzayin Amid Beis, the Mishnah. Chali Yosachar Shabbos, if Yantav falls out right after Shabbos. Now, on Yantav, when the Beis Amigdash stood, there's a mitzvah for every man to go to the mikvah so they could go to the Beis Amigdash and be pure for the holiday. So the problem is you need to go the day before the holiday. The day before the holiday is Shabbos. Can you go to the mikvah on Shabbos? And what happens if you have things, uh, vessels that need to go to the mikvah? So Be'i Shammai says, Shabbos. You can't toivel things or people on Shabbos. They have to do before Shabbos. Be'i says, no. They agree, kalim, vessels and things that need to go to the mikvah to purify them all have to be done before Shabbos. But Be'i Hillel says a person can go to the mikvah on Shabbos. Be'i and they do agree, even though you can't do tevila on Shabbos, you can do something called hashaka. Hashaka is when water, uh, non-mikvah water, touches mikvah water and becomes pure. That you could do on Shabbos. And you could do that in a stone vessel to purify it. Again, that's the process of hashaka. That is permitted on Shabbos. But not tevila. Those will be explained in the Gemara, those last two teachings. The Kuliyama Miu Kli Bishab, let's see the Gemara. Everybody agrees, Kli Bishabislo. Everybody agrees you can't toivel things on Shabbos. The, uh, the only debate was about whether a person, a man, can go to the mikvah on Shabbos. So now we're going to say four different reasons, uh, different opinions about why you can't toivel vessels on Shabbos. So we have the first of them, Amarabak Zerab, it's the decree. Shama Yisplano Biyado Vyavrena Arba This is a famous Zayr de that we find in other cases by chauffeur and Lulav, that uh, we're afraid that you'll come to carry things. Uh, mikvah often was a lake or an ocean or uh, water out in public, and there may not be an Erev, and you could easily come to carry something. And so therefore, you can't toggle things on Shabbos, a rabbinic decree, lest you come to carry So Baye has a question there. What if you have a well or a hole in your own property where you could toivel, and it's inside an Erev, and there's no carrying involved. What would the problem be? It's a rabbinic decree. Since you can't carry to Rishusarabim, so therefore we don't even let you carry to your private well. So, hey, Tainik B'Shabbos, that works on Shabbos where you can't carry. On Yontif, you're allowed to carry. So why can't you toivel things on Yontif, according to this view? So Gemara says, They decree, just like you can't carry on Shabbos, you can't carry on Yantif. It's all like a similar rush. It's a similar Kedusha. And since you can't carry on one, you can't carry on the other. You can't carry, you can't toivel on Shabbos because you'll come to carry. So therefore, you can't toivel on Yantif. The question here is, were the rabbis uh, making decrees about toiveling things or not? And that's going to be the question do we see that they were concerned that tefillah can lead to problems? I, Umigos Rina, did the rabbis make such a decree? But Tanan, we both agreed, that you're allowed to do ashaka, but you can't do tefillah. But if we're in the rabbinic fence mode because there are concerns, so they should have forbid doing the hashaka method because you might come to toivel things. Morris says, Vitizra, I'll tell you why they weren't concerned, because the Islay Maim Yafim, if you had good pure water, 
then you wouldn't need to do Ashaka. Why would you need to do Ashaka? It must be you don't have. When a person has very little water, they don't allow themselves to run out of water. So basically, the way Rashi learns is that this is not a common case, and there would not have been a rabbinic decree on a non-common case. Where's the question? You're allowed to use the well and lower the bucket in the well, and even if the bucket is tame, uh, it'll become pure in the process. But if we're afraid of people tiveling on Shabbos, let's make a decree and not allow you to lower the tame bucket in the well. Maybe you'll come to tovel things in a well. That's different. Since you're only allowed to lower the bucket, which is how you get water, you'll realize only that's permitted and not to be less kalim. So we answered that problem. Next question. If a vessel becomes Tama in the Erev Yantav, you can't toivel on Yantav. The Yantav, if it became Tama in Yantav, we allow you to toivel it on Yantav. The Yissa, and if we're in rabbinic decree mode, how can we allow you to toivel it? Nigzir of the Yantav, the Erev Yantav. Let's not allow you, because since you can't do it, Erev Yantav, you can't do it on Yantav. That something should become impure on Yantav is not common. A Milsta de Loshkiach, Logosabe Rabbanan. We're not afraid. We don't need to make a rabbinic decree. This is very similar to the previous answer on an uncommon case. Another question. If a vessel becomes totally impure with an avatuma minatore, we don't toivel. But vlada tuma, but with a secondary level of tuma, we are allowed to toivel on yanta. And if we're no, no playing around with tvila, and the rabbis made decrees, why did they allow you to toivel something that became impure with the Vladatuma? Nigzer high too high. So the Gemara answers Vladatuma Heki Mishkachasle. Where do you have this second level uh, baby Tuma? That's got by Kohanim. That's for like Korbanos and other things. Kohanim's reason, hey, that, that, this answer again is similar that there's no re- need to make such a decree. One more question. Tashma. A woman who has to purify herself but doesn't have any pure clothes. Maremis, we allow her to play a trick and toivel in her clothes and toivel herself in her clothing at the same time. Viissa, and if we're absolutely against toveling vessels and clothing are also considered vessels, nigzu dimas let's be afraid people will come to dunk vessels if you can toivel your clothing by wearing them into the mikvah. That's different. That's a very unusual way of toiling things, is by wearing them. So since it's only permitted by wearing, she'll know that you can't do regular tefillah. So we've answered these four questions on the rabbinic decree of Rabbah, which the question was, Rabbah said the decree was to prevent uh, coming to carry. And the question was, if the rabbis were making decrees to prevent tefillah, why didn't they do these other cases? And we explained all those other cases, why no rabbinic decree was needed. Now we come to a second answer to a different opinion about why you're not supposed to toivel on Shabbos or Yantif. Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef that when you toivel clothing, you'll come to wring it out. When things get wet, you squeeze them, and you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. That's... Some vessels, like clothing, need to be, uh, you can't squeeze. But Caleb de Labaneskita, what about toiling pots and pans? You won't come to squeeze. Michael, maybe that should be okay. Well, once some things you can't toivel because you'll come to squeeze them, we don't allow you to toivel other things. 
Well, we asked questions if we're interested in making decrees. What about those other cases? The Shani the Kishina, we can give similar answers like we did before, that those cases are not that common, or uh, there's no reason to make the decree in those cases. Okay, a third answer. He says the problem is that if you're allowed to toivel on Yontif, uh, we're afraid that people are going to delay toveling until Yontif, till they, uh, and um, we, don't, uh, uh, we are afraid if we'll delay toveling, things will become impure and it'll cause all kinds of problems. So therefore, uh, they said that you shouldn't toivel on Shabbos or Yontif. People on Shabbos or Yontif, they figure they're not busy, they're going to shul, they could toivel anyways, right? Well, he, I said that going to shul, but uh, it means basically they, they, they'll have time. They're very busy during the week they're working. And on Shabbos and Yantav, where they're not working, let them take somebody to the mikvah. But if they're going to delay things, that's not good. So therefore, they forbid doing stuff on Shabbos and Yantav. And there's actually a proof to this view. Tani Kavasri Rabibi, Klishin Meir of Yantav, Ein Matvino Stov Yantav. It became impure before Yantav. You can't tell because they were Shemi Yisha because we don't want you to delay doing it until Yantav. Now we get to answer number four. A new answer, a new opinion about why you can't toivel things on Shabbos or Yontif. This is Rava. Rava always neshinir kemisakin kli. The kli is broken, you can't use it, and you take it to the mikveh and you can. It looks like you're fixing something. Tikkun mana, that's something that's forbidden. Okay. Ihachi, the Mora said, if that's true, Adam Nami, then how do we allow a person to toivel? Just like the person that can't go in the base of Migdosh, he's Tameh, he can't do things, and now he can purify himself. Why is a person different than vessels? The answer is, Adam Nira Kameka. When a person toivels, it doesn't look like you're fixing anything. It just looks like he's cooling off. That's if the water is something a person would want to cool off in. But what if it's bad water? So clearly a person wouldn't want to cool off, and he's toiveling in bad water. Wouldn't that be, shouldn't that be forbidden? Because um, it looks like he's fixing himself. The answer is, as we turn the page on days, sometimes a person comes in when it's very hot, even in dirty flax water, because he wants to cool off. So basically, the fact that a person goes to a mikvah doesn't look um, like he's fixing something, and therefore we don't have to make a decree because people will uh, jump in a lake. That's in the summertime. In the wintertime, the rainy season, nobody jumps in the lake. It's too cold. Sometimes a person comes from the field full of mud and excrement. And he'll bathe even in the wintertime just to get that off. So therefore, basically, bathing doesn't look like fixing something because it's normal for people to jump in a lake. That's on Shabbos, on Yom Kippur, uh, where you're not allowed to jump in a lake. So obviously, if he bathes on Yom Kippur, clearly it looks like he's fixing himself. Once they permit it on Shabbos, there's nothing that on Shabbos it's okay, and Yom Kippur it's not. Since it's permitted on Shabbos, we would also permit it on Yom Kippur, even though you're right, on Yom Kippur it would look funny. We could all tell that he's only going to the mikveh to fix himself because people don't normally go to uh, bathe on Yom Kippur. Does Rava hold of that logic of since? Uh, let, let's see if this is true, this logic that since on Shabbos it's okay, we, the rabbis wouldn't decree it's forbidden on Yom Kippur. What about the following case? We know you're not allowed to do uh, medications uh, on Shabbos. 
for somebody that's only uh, suffering discomfort. Obviously, if a person is life or death or, or important medication, he's allowed. But minor discomfort, you're not allowed. So what about a person who has a minor toothache? He's not allowed. They used to uh, use vinegar on their teeth to help. So if he has a minor tooth, he shouldn't gargle with vinegar. But there is another solution. What he could do is he can have a salad with a vinaigrette. Not Vukadarko. He can uh, dip his salad in the vinegar, the imnis rapinis rapa, and if that helps his tooth, that's no problem. For a minoleha, we learned the following by Yigmopolit. He can't put the vinegar in and spit it out, but he can drink the vinegar and swallow it. And uh, the issue would be in our Mishnah whether he can drink it and spit it out. Rava says, even if we're talking about not spitting it out, it depends if he might be hungry. Before the meal, before he's finished eating, so then it, um, he might be having the vinegar as part of his meal. After the meal, we don't allow him, even if he doesn't spit it out, because clearly he's not eating. He's done with the meal. It must be he's doing it medicinally. The Issa, and if this is true, why don't we say, well, since before the meal, we permit him to dunk in vinegar, tivul shari, lachar, tivul nami shari, then it should be permitted afterwards. Gemara said, you're right, hader be rava mehi. Rava changed his mind about this. Um, and Rava changed his mind and did agree that since it's permitted to use the vinegar before the meal, uh, where he still it might be part of the meal, it's permitted afterwards. How do you know he changed his mind about the vinegar and said it was okay? Maybe he changed his mind about Tvilonium Kipper, the more low silkadaita. Don't think that way. It's not Kol Tvilas. When a person has a mitzvah to go to the mikvah, they're even allowed to go to the mikvah, Bain Batishabov, Bain Bayomi Kippurim. Um Tosas pointed out today that we don't today have Chayuve Tvilas, the Tvila that's obligated. And he, he explains why it wouldn't apply to Nida, why it's not obligated. And he points out also that anyways, uh, there's no reason for a woman to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur because she's not allowed to be with her husband then uh, as well. Okay, let's continue on. But we did say that even though there's no tefillah for vessels on Shabbos, you are allowed to do what's known as a shaka. And that's done with a stone vessel. My avoloma tefillin. What do we mean that you can't do tefillah? So Amr Shmuel, you can't, it, it, we said you're allowed to do hashaka. You're allowed to dip water into next to mikvah water to purify it. Can you dip it in a vessel? So that's what we're saying. You can dip it in a stone vessel that's not tame, but you can't dip it in a tame vessel to make that vessel also tahar. Money must Our question is, who does a Mishnah go like? It doesn't fit with Rabbi or the Rabban in the Tanya. Uh, so again, our Mishnah said you can't do tefillah on Shabbos or Yanta, but you could do Ashaka. We learned the following: You can't do tefillah. Rebbe says you can't do tefillah or Ashaka. That doesn't fit with our Mishnah. And the Chachamim they say you could do both. That also doesn't fit with our Mishnah. That our Mishnah said you could do. That our Mishnah said you couldn't. So our Mishnah doesn't, it says you can do tefillah and not ashaka. It doesn't fit in with either of these two opinions. So the Gemara answers, Eboy Sam Rebbe, if you want, we can work it out like Rebbe if you want. Eboy Sam Rabbanan. Eboy Sam Rebbe, Rashi de Brice of Yantif. One's talking about Yantif, and the safe is talking about Shabbos. The Kula Mastisin Beyantif, and the whole Mishnah is talking about Yantif, or Eboy Sam 
Rabbanim Ekulaf Asnisin Peshat.